Yo, today's QOD is people will forget what you said. They will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Here we go. the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. We got Dr. George C. Fraser on the show today. He's going to talk about how much time you're going to have to put into cultivating and nurturing relationships if you want to be successful. And he's also going to talk about the three types of networks that you're going to have to consistently work on to get to where you want to go. Dr. Fraser's coming up. Most of us don't spend enough time cultivating, nurturing, and building relationships. Now, how do I know this? I know this through a scientific study that we commissioned the Gallup organization to do for black people in America. We took a national survey on networking skills as compared to whites in America. We commissioned the Gallup organization to do this study, Kelvin. Now, we could have done the study ourselves. Our company was certainly capable of doing the study ourselves. But we knew, because we've been black a long time, that you would believe white people before you would believe us. So we had some white people do it. And I know you're going to believe these statistics because white people did them. But they didn't unfold or unveil anything that we didn't already know, right? We don't spend enough time cultivating, nurturing, and building relationships at work, at home, and in the community. We spend about 60% of the time that white folks spend cultivating, nurturing, and building relationships. Therefore, the average black person has in their inventory about 55 to 60 relationships that they've cultivated and nurtured and can depend upon for various elements and things in their life. White people have between 130 and 140 people in their inventory of relationships that cover the breadth and depth of the needs that a particular person might need as they travel through life. So we don't spend enough time networking. We don't cultivate the three critical networks, probably because we don't even know what they are. No one's ever really taught us this, told us this. Not all relationships are equal. We have three networks that we must be working on through every passage of our life. And we get about eight passages. Each passage is about 10 years. Let me say that differently. You're a different person at 10 than you were at one. You're a different person at 20 than you were at 10. Let us pray. You're a different person at 30 than you were at 20. You're a different person at 40 than you were at 50, uh, 30. You're a different person at 50 than you were at 40. You're a different person at 60 than you were at 50. And you, I promise you, you will be a different person at 70 than you were at 60. You're evolving and you're growing. 
So we must cultivate these relationships, these three buckets of relationships, silos of relationships throughout every facet of our life. One is our personal network. This is our close circle of friends. These are our family members and extended family members. These are the people that cheer you on, lift you up, and hug you. Let's call this your network at home. If things are not right at home, they're going to infect every other part of your life. I promise you that. How do I know that? I've been married to the same sister for 42 years. That gives me a PhD in relationships. The second silo of relationships is what is called an operational network. These are the people that help you to get specific tasks done in life. Whether you are on the board of the NAACP or whether it's, you know, where you're employed or where you have your own business, some volunteer organization or initiative. These are people that platoon in and out of your life through every phase and passage of your life, help you do that thing that you are doing at that time. And you're helping he or she do that thing that they're doing at that time. And they may not and probably will not be doing the same things 20 years from now as they're doing now. But you're here at this moment to serve them and to help them. You're sort of, God has put you in their life. So that's your operational network. It's different than your personal network. Serves a different role. The final network is your strategic network. These are the people that are smarter than you. These are the people that are where you want to be. These are the people that will drag you into the 21st century kicking, screaming, and crying. These are the people that can be your mentors, elders, coaches. Smart networkers understand that networking looks like this. Someone is pulling you, and you must always be pulling someone. And the minute you break that connection in either direction, you have a hole in your net. And you know what happens when a fisherman gets a hold of his net, the fish get through too many holes, and the whole infrastructure of support breaks down. Those are the three networks that you have to work on by spending somewhere between 12 to 15 hours a week. There's a Harvard study that say <clears throat> successful people spend about 16 to 17% of their time working on cultivating, nurturing, and building relationships. Effective people, but very successful people, people who are at the top rungs of every ladder in America, spend 54% of their time working on cultivating nurturing and building relationships. I spend more than 60% of my time working on cultivating, nurturing, and building relationships at work, at home, and in the community. So this networking thing is some, not some little trite thing, strategy, tactic. Networking is a way in which we live. 
We will succeed when we're able to manage our relationships, effectively utilize our emotional intelligence, and understand that your EQ will ultimately be more important than your IQ. Your emotional intelligence is one's ability to manage the five most important emotions that we have and use the management of those emotions in the cultivating, nurturing, and the building of relationships with other people. When someone does something stupid around you and you do not have full control over your emotional intelligence, you'll simply scream, asshole! <laughs> you can do that. You won't keep them very long. Or you can simply say, there might have been a better way that we could have said that, or done that, or worked together on that. Let's think about it. Let's talk about it. That is the management of your emotions. Most of us do not have control of our emotions. We will say anything, do anything, and respond in any old way. And you just turn people off. Okay? So, uh, I'm going to close this little part with saying this to you. I want you to write this down. Know that we did not have time to get through the whole lecture because uh, we just physically don't have enough time. So I want you to write this down. I want you to think about yourself as a brand. And if you are thinking about yourself as a brand, I want you to know that your smile is your logo. Your personality, your EQ, interpersonal skills is your business card. And how you leave other people feeling after having an experience with you becomes your trademark. People will forget what you said and people will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. That was Dr. George Fraser. His website is powernetworkingconference.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called The Seven Biggest Mistakes You Make When Networking, Dr. George Fraser, Building Trusting relationships. All right, my friend, please leave a five-star rating for the show on Apple Podcasts and also take a couple minutes to write a review. I'd really appreciate it. And I will see you tomorrow with Dr. Dennis Kimbrough on a Finance Friday. We out. Peace. Peace.